0: Welcome to American Dissident Voices, I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. Jonathan Greenblatt, boss of the thuggish Jewish pressure group, the ADL, is not happy this week. Two days ago, it was my birthday, and also the 108th anniversary of the execution of jewish sex killer leo frank which we've covered extensively on national vanguard on that day greenblatt tweeted out or maybe i should say xed out though that has a self-contradictory double meaning his usual false claims and praise for frank quote It's been 108 years since 25 hate-filled men kidnapped Leo Frank from his prison cell and hanged him from a tree. At ADL, we remain fully committed to honoring Frank's legacy each and every day by fighting hate for good. On this day in 1915, Leo Frank was lynched by an anti-Semitic mob in Georgia two years after he was unjustly convicted of murder in a trial marred by anti-Semitism. The revival of Parade on Broadway reintroduced the public to this tragedy. Thank you to the cast and crew for sharing Frank's story. Close quote you'll notice right away that Greenblatt shut down commenting on this tweet. He didn't want the same thing happening that happened in 2021 when he posted similar drivel, which you can read about in our National Vanguard article, Leo Frank is guilty and more and more people know it. People commented and commented and commented some more over 600 times on that 2021 tweet and around 95% of them were mocking or disagreeing with Greenblatt. Proving that the vaunted high Jewish IQ might be a tad bit exaggerated, Greenblatt left comments open when he posted the same lies last year and got more or less the same response, with some commenters even directing readers to articles published on the American Mercury and NationalVanguard.org, such as 100 Reasons Leo Frank is Guilty and others. What fun! I'll post the original 2022 Greenblatt tweet where the comments were left open in the text version of this broadcast on nationalvanguard.org. Now, unfortunately, 2022 Twitter, doubtless acceding to ADL demands, deleted almost all of those critical comments. Most unfortunately the one linking to the American Mercury audiobook on the Frank trial, recorded by my wife and also published on National Vanguard. But for some reason, they did let the one mentioning 100 Reasons Leo Frank is Guilty stand. And that is also available on nationalvanguard.org. So, twice-burned, forever-shy Greenblatt His demands for Twitter-slash-X censorship being met very inconsistently these days just gave up and disallowed comments on his Leo Frank hanging anniversary post this year. Hilarious. But it gets better. Maybe no one got to comment on Greenblatt's post. But Twitter-slash-X has instituted something called community notes, in which volunteer fact-checkers get to place corrective warnings directly on deceptive or fake news tweets, and those community notes themselves are then rated as helpful or not helpful by users on the platform. And so, this week, Gangster Jonathan got community noted Almost immediately, for trying to make it look like Frank, the duly convicted sex killer of a young white girl named Mary Fagan, was an innocent victim of anti-Semitism. Let me quote the community note, prominently attached to Greenblatt's tweet directly. Quote, Readers added context they thought people might want to know. He raped and murdered a 13-year-old white girl and tried to frame the illiterate black night janitor. His pardon, 73 years after his death, does not clear him of the accused crime and was likely politically motivated. Close quote. One observer quipped, Community notes is brutal because it is, one assumes, algorithmically neutral. It represents what people on this platform actually think. This is what an internet would look like if it were actually an open and level playing field, normal people, destroying three-letter agencies. Well, I wouldn't get too excited yet about the freedom to speak about power abuses by the Jewish billionaire groups on Twitter slash X. Elon Musk, the now private platform's new owner, has been very inconsistent, swinging from one extreme to the other, meeting with the ADL, promising to shadow ban users that the ADL doesn't like under the absurd slogan that we will have freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach, meaning that you may not be outright banned, but almost no one will see your posts. Then quarreling with Greenblatt, unbanning a few good folks, lifting a lot of shadow bans, and then swinging back the other way and banning good people for totally Looney Tunes reasons, like the excellent writer David Sims being banned for simply uttering the single word, tranny. Mr. Sims says, quote, "'When Elon Musk bought Twitter, he promised that only illegal speech would be censored and only people who committed crimes with their speech would be permanently banned.'" He has gone back on those promises and inquiring minds want to know why. Alex Jones wasn't the end of the permanent banning. Others, including Jared Taylor, Kevin McDonald and James Edwards, all three of them, polite, modest, soft-spoken men, were also permanently banned from Twitter. Why? They published books and made videos in which they said things that the Jews don't like. Also banned from Twitter after Elon Musk's takeover was Tomislav Sunik, a European white nationalist. And which group of people both despises white nationalism and has enough influence to cause him to be banned? As far as I know, Only the Jews have that combination of power and motivation. So I suspect that the ADL, which is allowed on Twitter despite its shady past, has put some sort of pressure on Elon Musk, which is sufficient to cause Musk to change his mind about making Twitter a platform for free speech. Musk has used a deceptive, weasel-worded phrase, freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. In what way is freedom of speech distinct from freedom of reach, where the use of social media is concerned? If you can type a message on Twitter, but hardly anyone will see it, then what is the point of using Twitter at all? Elon Musk has also apparently bought the ADL's claim that the ADL has a unique ability to say what hate speech is, not merely in the subjective sense of, I hate that statement, but in the objective sense of, that statement is hateful, apart from the opinion of any person. So, Twitter's permanent banning and shadow banning of the accounts of people who dissent from the ADL's opinion about what constitutes hate speech is, essentially, censorship. Back once again. Because Elon Musk couldn't stick to his principles in the face of Jewish pressure. And what sort of pressure was that? I'm not certain. But typically, the ADL will threaten to deprive a person or a business of advertising money by its usual method of smear and rumor-mongering. That's what they did with Kanye West, and apparently, it worked with him, too. Once, I told Joe Biden to go jump in a lake, and Twitter suspended me for promoting self-harm. In my appeal, I informed Twitter that the phrase go jump in a lake is a way of saying I don't believe your nonsense and the suspension was lifted. I am again suspended at present from Twitter for tweeting at Elon Musk. Watch, was this your idea? Ahem, tranny. Twitter has made the slang word for a transsexual tranny, a hate speech word. Tweets that contain it are put on limited visibility, i.e. shadow censored, and they cannot be replied to. When I tried to alert Elon Musk to the fact that his moderation team was doing this, I was suspended from Twitter again. Close quote. Mr. Sims is of the opinion that Twitter slash X will necessarily devolve into essentially the same kind of totally censored platform that it was before Elon Musk purchased it. I am not sure. It's clear that his moderation team is wildly inconsistent, unbannings happening at the same time as bannings for the same kind of posts and posters, as are his own statements on the matter. And it is very obvious to me that the odious Greenblatt has greatly annoyed Mr. Musk, probably by giving him orders and is in an ongoing feud with him. Perhaps in a strangely ironic twist of fate, Jonathan Greenblatt's typical Jewish overreach and arrogance will be the cause of a gradual, if stuttering and backsliding, increase in the freedom to speak about Jewish abuses of power, not only by annoying the richest man in the world and owner of a growing media empire, but also by becoming a more and more well-known public face of fake news, Jewish dominance, Jewish censorship, Jewish anti-white and anti-normal sexuality demands, and Jewish political control. So Greenblatt himself, by his own actions, may one day be responsible for awakening millions of white people to their plight and pointing emphatically at himself and his tribe as the source of the problem. If you're a Twitter slash ex-user or a user of any other major social media platform, keep on putting out the truth about race and Jewish power, and keep on mentioning the National Alliance and our websites too. It helps us because those sites have a lot of eyes on them every day. But be philosophical about it if you get censored or banned. The world is run largely by Jews and selfish liars, and morons these days. And bannings, etc., are just the scratches and nicks and scrapes that go with truth-telling in such a world. Reboot and appear elsewhere. But don't spend all your time online. White family formation and spending time with your family and children or grandchildren or other extended family members and telling them our national alliance and cosmotheist message of hope is even more important. And don't spend all of your online time on the billionaire's playpen sites. Give some of your time every day to the white community we in the National Alliance are building, educating yourself by reading National Vanguard, by joining and participating at our whitebiocentrism.com forum, where you can meet and learn from other National Alliance supporters and members by printing out some National Alliance flyers and pamphlets and posting them or giving them out in your local community, planting seeds of hope among white folks who don't yet know that an organized resistance to the anti-white haters is being built. By joining the Alliance, passing the vetting process and setting up working meetings of other members in your state by making an appointment to come and volunteer to help the alliance's building projects in our intentional white community in upper east tennessee such as the residences we have purchased for our community and are now refurbishing and such as the william luther pierce memorial library and research center where our first building is almost complete strike a balance be responsible do your part in shaping the future don't just be a spectator a new fresh clean breeze is blowing across our land and across the entire white world help us as we turn that breeze into a hurricane.